What is up, y'all? Welcome into Uncovering Success. I am super stoked for today. Um, we've got a guy here that, that's been crushing it lately in his own world, and I'm excited to, to dive into that. Um, so Tyler Duvall, is that how you say the last yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. Tyler Duvall, um, we actually met in the Airbnb business that I was doing. The, peop- the listeners here have heard me talk about that. Um, but yeah, give us a little bit of background, a little bit of story on you, and um, I'm excited to dive in. I know today we've got some great stuff. I'm excited to hear where the market's at right now. Everyone knows the real estate market's crazy, and yeah, give us a little bit of background on sure. you, Tyler. Sure. So I uh, I was originally in the construction industry. My dad owns a roofing company. Uh, they do like remodeling and stuff as well. Um, I had a goal every single day. I would reach out to 20 different realtors when I was working for my dad. Um, because they needed to request a remedies done yesterday. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever. I'm going to match with the realtor and I'm going to reach out to 20 every single day. So that was my goal. But being around that all the time, meeting all these realtors, I started looking at like what they do on a day-to-day basis. Like I could, I could see myself doing that. And that it looks fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Helping these people out, selling their houses and help, you know, the whole hustle of everything just kind of is what turned me on mm-hmm. to it. Um, so I actually, I went to, who is the president of Columbus Realtors now, Michael Jones. I went to him. I was like, Hey man, uh, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, jumping into the whole selling side of things. Cause I was doing some property management stuff before. Wasn't not working. For you. No, yeah. not for me, man. <laughs> um, so I went to him. I was like, look, man, I, I need to jump in this thing. I want to sell some houses and stuff. So he kind of took me under his wings for about shoot three years. Just kind of taught me the whole process of what he does and all that. And, it just it got to the point eventually where I was just like, man, it's time for me to just do my own thing here. So wow. I'm with Caldwell Banker um, cool. Realty and a heck of a company, man. I, I love it. So the stuff on your social media, it seems like you've been crushing it. And um, I don't know what you were uh, top one of the top uh, realtors there, right? This last month. Yeah. Um, so for our company, I've been top ten every month of, of this year, which is nice. And I think it actually goes back to the end of last year. Um, being top 10 within the uh, Cobble Banker Metro office downtown. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been nice, man. It's been, it's been, it's been good. Yeah. Have you always been from Columbus? Yeah. Well, I'm from Westerville. I, uh, I went to Westerville Central High School and then I I went to Otterbein. I played basketball at Otterbein for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, that kind of goes, goes out to all the people I'm helping right now. I feel like 80% of my business, I'm helping, you know, past friends from Mm -hmm. Otterbein University, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I know we still haven't played one on one yet. We uh, need to get that in. <laughs> Let's go. And you see that jumper. <laughs> exactly. I got the I got that coach's kid jumper. There so. you go. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> don't uh, let him don't let him touch the ball then, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um Yeah, so one thing that I'm really interested in, everyone knows the market's super crazy right now, nuts, something that you probably haven't seen in your five years much. Um where is where do you feel like the market's at and what do you feel like is down the road? Sure. Uh, that's a great question. So a lot of people generally think, okay, wow, these houses are flying off the market. Columbus is the number one hottest real estate market in the country, wow. which is just crazy. <laughs> you know, you think about New York City, you know, you think about all the places in California and Florida. we're number one. Exactly. And we're number one. Uh, we have been, I think it's been like four or five times, not in a row, but in the last four or five years, like four or five times I've seen us be number one, which is crazy. And and people think that, you know, that's really good. And and it is in the sense of if you're selling a house. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're going to buy a house, it's tough, man. Um, So I work with the majority of uh, millennials. And I can tell you this, it seems like uh, 
for every five offers I write for one person, they'll, they'll win one time. So one out of Jeez. five. And it's and it gets to be crazy. Um, the, the offers that we're writing, you know, $30,000 over, you know, no inspections all at cash. all. And I mean, if yeah, yeah, some people all cash are coming Jeez. in. You know what I mean? It's it's wild. It's wild right now. So it's it's tough for buyers, really good for sellers. Yeah, for sure. So, so someone my age, I'm 24 now, someone just getting out of school or maybe a few years past that, what can they be looking to do right now? Um, I, I'm kind of looking for a few concrete examples that of something I can do to get into it because I've always been interested in real estate. I know that's probably going to be in my future. But like like you said, it's hard for me to get into something right now because the market's so crazy. I don't have 50000 extra to offer or something like that. So sure. what, what are some things that I can be looking to do? Definitely. So number one is start saving that money, man. Save as much cash as you can. Um, number two, I would say stay in touch with a lender. Like, let's just say mm -hmm. if you're considering buying a house next year, I would introduce you to, you know, a couple of lender buddies of mine that I know do a good job, especially with first time home buyers and just set up a program for yourself. Okay. This is how much money I think I need to have for my down payment, my closing costs. And obviously the lender would go over that down payment, closing costs. And then on top of that, where the fun money comes in is towards the purchase contract. We're going to have to offer 20 grand over 30 grand over. And, and mm -hmm. the bank is only going to release what the house appraises for. That's a, that's right, right? Yeah. So so if it's freezy numbers, three hundred thousand uh, dollars, we write an offer for three hundred thousand um, dollars, and the house is only worth two eighty. The bank's only going to give you two eighty. So what we're putting in the purchase contracts now is saying, hey, if the appraisal comes in short, we'll have some of this extra cash that we have saved to offer towards the the appraisal deficiency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one of the things I've been looking into and probably would do with my first one is what's called the first-time homeowner um, loan. Mm -hmm. And essentially, I'm sure you probably know this better than me, but I, I would buy a house and only have to put 3.5% down, you right? If yeah. I live there for a year, is that what it is? Um, so I don't know what's necessary about the year. And this is a really good question for the lenders. Mm -hmm. uh, I lean on them for this. I don't yeah. get paid enough money for all that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, there's a lot of first-time homebuyer programs out there. I know every bank is a little bit different. Um, but I would definitely, I would encourage, you know, a first-time buyer to talk to, you know, s several other lenders to see what the best deal would be. Mm -hmm. For sure. And do you feel like now, like if I wanted to do something, now's the time or like we're going to have this big crash in a oh. year or five years, whatever it is. And right. I know Columbus is so crazy, too, and Ohio especially for some reason. Yeah. Um, I've never really thought Ohio was a, a massive destination to, to yeah. try to buy a house in. But, yeah, what do you feel like is coming in the real estate market? I know you're kind of in the circles. so Yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell, though. I, I keep feeling like, okay, eventually this is going to slow down. Eventually this is going to slow down. But uh, there, it's just not. I mean, there's not enough houses in central Ohio for uh, all the people who are moving here for their jobs. There's just not enough houses. So that's why – so we were just talking mm. before we got started here. My, uh, my listing I had over the weekend, we had 27 offers Jeez. come in on one house, on one house, which was just – I mean – It was probably pretty quickly too. Oh, yeah. It was – it went on the market Friday. Um, we did our – Highest and best offers in by Sunday and by Sunday night we had. You had twenty seven offers. Yeah. yeah. Oh it was my. Crazy. So has it always been like that? Is that something that um, within the last year, like since COVID kind of started, that it ramped up, or was it starting to ramp up before COVID? I mean, it's been ramping up for a while. So I'm coming up on my fifth year now, um, and I can tell you, I don't think I've ever had a situation where I just write one offer for one client and they get it on their first try. You know, easy peasy. It's, it hasn't been like that for five years. Yeah. Usually there's at least one other offer, especially 
three years ago, let's say, there'd be at least one or other offer, two other offers. But now it's like, Jeez. yeah, you got to offer. You got to bring your best. Exactly. Yeah, you got to bring your best. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and we were talking too before. What, what was the statistic you had said about um, how many houses compared to how many sure. realtors there are? Yeah, that's funny. So, um, I was I was looking at the active houses for sale, and that includes condos and everything in Central Ohio. You know, that's up from you know like all the way up to Marysville, yeah. all the way down to Orient, Ohio. It's all over the place in Central Ohio. Um, but there's a total of 1,600 houses for sale right now, and there's a total of 9,200, roughly 9,200 realtors in Central wow. Ohio. Yeah. So right now, the hot thing is to try to get a house to sell. A listing, correct? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Listings are hot right now. They're hard to come by, but if you get them, I mean, that's you know. That's, easy, that's money. easy money. <laughs> Dang, that's wild. Yeah. So you said you're coming up on year number five here. Um, and now that you're kind of starting to see a little bit of success, looking back, this is something that I'm super interested in. Like everyone talks about, um, you know, you got to work hard to be successful, like the cliches you got there. Did you have like a three, four, even five year, like just put your head down and grind period. And, and what did that look like? Sure. Yeah. So the first three years, I mean, the, obviously still now, I mean, on the weekends, we're working till 10 p.m. on Sat, you know, Saturday night, Sunday yeah. night. It's still a grind um, no matter what. But um, to get it started, I mean, it was rough. The first year, I think I made like $16,000 total Dang. in commission. <laughs> Dang. Well, <laughs> it was another rough. statistic you had said before was, um, was it 80% of Realtors don't make it past their first, first year. year. Yeah, so my first year I made about sixteen grand. So it was it was tough, man. The first year, I, and I was grinding. All I was doing was building up, you know, my inner circle and, and the people who I'm reaching out to and saying, hey, you know, when it's time, if you want to list your house, buy your house, I'm here to help. You know what I mean? People, just getting people familiar with my face and thinking real estate. It took mm-hmm. time, man. Damn. You know, but but I mean, it's been the last two years have been. I'm really fortunate. They've been they've been really good years. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and what. What is the process like? If someone out there thinks that maybe they want to become a realtor, what is the process of becoming a realtor? And um, what does that first year look like? How do you get in with a certain sure, group or whatever? That's a great question, man. Um, so if I could go back and tell myself this also, this, <laughs> yeah. this is good. So um, so the process, obviously, you have to go in there. you got to take your classes. Um, there's a certain amount of credit hours for you know each um, part that you have to study and take a state exam, national exam. And you also have to be sponsored. So mm-hmm. you have to have Cobalt Banker or, or whoever the broker is sponsor you um, so that you, they can take you under their wing as soon as you graduate, um, pass your exams, obviously. Gotcha, yeah. Um, but I would say as a first-timer going in this thing, don't – I mean, if you already have a good client base and you're, you, you're all set, you know, some people jumping in here might be like that and good for them. Mm-hmm. But I would highly suggest to join a team first. I know the cuts aren't as good. But find somebody who you can see yourself working with for a few years and learning as much as you can from them. And, I mean, that's another part of tuition right there. Pay your, you yeah. know, your higher split to be under their wing. You know, learn as much as you can and then, you know. Hmm. Especially if it's not an area that you're super familiar with, right? Like if I moved somewhere right now, decide I want to become a realtor, I probably don't have as many connections there as I would in Columbus. So. So getting in with a team and, and just kind of, yeah, I mean, it's just networking, right? For and sure. Building relationships, and then eventually they come to fruition. But those first few years, it sounds like it's not something that if you work super hard, you're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some people out there that jump into this thing and are killing it right off the, the bat. But, you know, I, I'm, I didn't have anybody. that w- I was on my own, and I said, okay, let me go to this team. And he had 
you know, all these people and, and, you know, all these contacts and all these other houses already sold. So I'm helping buyers, you know, buy his listings. I'm helping mm -hmm. with his people, you know, his inner circle. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I, I know just from like of you saying how hard you work, you know, 10, 10 p.m. nights on Saturday nights, whatever. Do you have a few ideas for for people that are on that grind that are putting their head down really well? How are you able to stay balanced in your relationships outside of that, your, your time for yourself? How do you stay balanced with that? That is the hardest part of this job. <laughs> Seriously, it really is. That's the hardest part. Um, I'm just now getting to the point where it's like, okay, if this is not pressing, you know, when can I do this? Do I have to do this right now at 10 p.m. on Saturday? You know what I mean? Can mm -hmm. I can this wait until Sunday morning to do? Um, so just kind of prioritizing myself. Also, the weekends is, I mean, you work on the weekends. You know that going into this. Everybody else is off, so you got to take them out showing houses. Yeah. Or you have to do open houses, you know what I mean, on the weekends. But nonetheless, um, I do what's called Tyler Tuesdays. I call them Tyler Tuesdays, and I'm taking Tuesday off as much as I possibly can. I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? If a text message can wait, I'm going to text them tomorrow. If a call can wait, I'm going to call them tomorrow. But I have to take time for me. I found, because I, I burn out, man. I'll yeah. be honest. I mean, working too hard, it can really get to you. So I, I feel like we all do that. And um, I know a few, a few months ago when we went out for drinks, whatever, we were trying to find a time with Joey to go out. And you said it had to be on Tuesday because that was the day that um, you just take the whole day off. I and, try to, and we yeah. Can, we yeah. can kind of relax and, and Have whatnot. Have a drink but, and chill. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like – so do you feel like you're um, just trying to get through the weekend to get to those Tuesdays or it's like you – you love what you're doing, yeah, and then it's just kind of like a nice breather. Yeah, if you don't let if if you don't love this job, then it it isn't for you, man. Because mm. <laughs> I mean, you're yeah. you're just going to get burnt out too much. But but no, I I really do enjoy what I do. I love going out showing houses. I love seeing beautiful homes and helping people. At the end of the day, man, helping so somebody sell. Yeah, helping somebody try to sell their house for you know what they want for it or even more, and then you know that sitting there at the closing table, seeing yeah. them collect that check, you know, big smile, hug. They're happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. They yeah. give you your bottle of Weller Antique. I, and, I hope so, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good client right there. <laughs> That's awesome. So you obviously said that you started from the bottom, not really knowing many people. What about, like, networking and building relationships? What What are some things that you've learned in the last five years about going into those circles and trying to build those relationships. Sure, sure. So um, I really kind of thought to myself, like, all right, who do I know? You know, I know people from my college. I know people from my high school that I'm still mm -hmm. that I'm still kind of. You went to Audubon, right? Went to Audubon, yeah. Um, so what I did was I, <laughs> I just stayed on social media, man, nonstop, posting all kinds of stuff. Even if I was just showing a house, I hadn't had a house sold under my name yet, but I was showing some houses. So it's like, oh, I'm out here showing houses. You know, I put it on my story. I might get 650 people that see it, mm -hmm. you know, before the end of the day. So all those people know, oh yeah, Tyler's a realtor. So I really just try to stay in front of people on social media. That's my, my, that's my biggest thing, man. And mm -hmm. I kind of just build off of that. And people would reach out to me, hey, my brother's looking for a house. My cousin's looking for a house or whatever. And just kind of build relationships that way outside of my inner sphere. So. And, and it's hard to, I feel like it's hard to see when that's going to pay off in the moment. And that's another one of those things where it's just put your head down. And like we talked, put your head down and grind or put your head down, get to know people. But I feel like you have to have the mindset going into it of, I'm going to connect with these people and build these relationships because I genuinely care about them or want to learn about them and, and get to know them and know their why. People have heard me talk about that. but And it's not, 
I want to get to know this person so I can sell them a house or sure. or buy a house for them sure. or I want to work with them because you never know what someone's going through and That's maybe true. they already have two best friends that are realtors yep. and, and you're nev- never going to be able to be their realtor. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's, that's a kind of mindset you have to have. Do you feel that way? Yeah, absolutely, man. I, uh, you'll see it on, on, even on social media every day, man, I'll go on there and I'll see people that I know personally who used another realtor. And mm-hmm. it's like, I used to get so mad at that and that used to be my big motivator, but now it's like, man, you know what? They knew somebody else. It might've been their sister. Who knows? You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but still, you know, this is somebody I know, somebody I care about. I'm not going to hold grudges or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, to go back, uh, earlier, what we were talking about, um, with, you know, networking and stuff, I enjoy just like you going out and meeting new people in person. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole pandemic was a pain in the back, but yeah. but like going out and meeting new people, whether I'm, you know, with a, a friend I know and it's their friends or whatever. Uh, but one of the things I learned was, you know, to keep a conversation going. Have you heard of the Ford method? Have you heard huh. of that? I don't think so. So F-O-R-D, you ask about someone's family, you know, hey, you know, where are you from? You know, what's your family like? Do you have any siblings, et cetera? Mm-hmm. The O, occupation. What do you do for a living? Everybody, a job. Yeah, they might not want to talk about that so much, but may, they might yeah. like it. You know what <laughs> I mean? So they'll talk about that. Recreation, what do you do for fun outside of work? You know, do you play basketball? You know, yeah. what, what do you do? Um, and then the last one, we talked about um, the occupation, the D, the dream. What's your dream job? Do you, yeah. If you don't like what you do, what, what would you be doing? You know what I mean? And by the time you get to D, I promise you, you're going to know this person pretty well. Yeah. And they're like, man, that dude really genuinely, you know, like he actually yeah. cares about this. And, and you know, it's nice. It's nice to get to know somebody like yeah. that. Yeah. You might not even get to the R and the D because no, you no. find a connection at sure. the O and that's sweet. So it's family, occupation. What was R? Recreation. Recreation. And then the dream. I love that. If yeah. you can get to the D and hear their dream, that's when people really start to open up. Sure. And um, building relationships, man. That's, yeah. that's all that is right that's there. That's so cool. I, lo- I love hearing those stories and, yeah. and hearing about those people. That's awesome. Because I know for me, my favorite thing to do, like I've said a lot of times, is go sit at a bar and talk to the people beside you. If they don't want to talk to you, talk to the bartender. bartender ask her what's, what's good um, in the area. Learn the area. Learn the people. And, yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that for stuff. For sure, for sure. And I can't tell you how many waitresses, bartenders, people that work in my building I've sold houses to. You have really? help just just from talking to people, man. You know, and building relationships outside of you know your your normal friend group. Yeah, yeah. Where where do you see most of your um, like transactions and people that um, want to buy a house with you and use you? Where do you see most of those come from? Is it from just like random people? Is there a certain area that you've seen like a bigger return on, I guess? Uh, I would say recently it's probably like, I think I said this at the beginning, but my college group, man, it's like some of these people I I really wasn't even that close with, but because I've helped so many people from my class or even some other classes, um, you know, with at Otterbein, from Otterbein, it just keeps, it just keeps growing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is, which is kind of nice. But yeah, so my, my inner sphere from, from college for sure. That's awesome. And a little bit of on the like networking too. I I had said this on another podcast, but, um, one of the best first date advices I've ever gotten was to on the first date, ask them, let them talk, ask them questions way more than you talk. Absolutely. Because one, it's easier to ask questions. It feels comfortable, whatever. But two, when they come away from that first date or that first business meeting, whatever, I mean, it's, I had a really good time because I got to talk. I got to share my story. Heck and, yeah. 
And, and so people really love that kind of thing. Absolutely. It has to be. Yeah. Um, so what about you, your dream? What, what's your D? Dude, um, I'm doing it, man. Honestly, I, I love what I do. Um, I mean, it's don't get me wrong, man. It can be really stressful because 100% of my pay scale is commission. So the only way I'm going to get paid is if I close on a deal. Mm-hmm. And that deal is based entirely up to other people's decisions. You know what I mean? If, all of a sudden, someone's like, you know what? Pull the house from the market. I, I don't want to sell this thing anymore. Okay, well, there goes you know, yeah, $1,200 of, yeah, $1, towards marketing, and there goes, you know what I mean? So um, it's just kind of crazy how other people's emotions and other people's um, decisions in, is based my entire salary yeah. off of. How have you cool. learned to stay level-headed in those times? Because like, I feel like some people and just get super busy. You, t- you told me you wanted to sell this house and yeah. you told me you wanted this house. And so I went and got this for you. And how do you kind of stay level-headed in those moments? Man, it, it took me a while because I'm a people pleaser to the max. I yeah. want to make sure everybody is super happy. But sometimes when it comes down to it, you got to give them your facts about your feelings, what, how, what you feel, even mm-hmm. if it's against what they might think. Because at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, at least you told them, you know, what you feel about the, the whole situation. So for me, speaking my mind kind of helps me stay level-headed be, before I was just a people pleaser. I still am, don't get me yeah. wrong, but but hearing, you know, what other people say and, and all that stuff, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like... You kind of learn what to weed out exa- and, and what to keep your head down on and, and yeah. keep growing with and going with, right? Yeah. Is there... Um, is there like a, a person, have you had a mentor that's kind of helped you through some of those times through selling real estate, through the real estate world? How, and how important has a mentor been if you have one? Absolutely. So my team lead, Michael Jones, like I said, he's the president of Columbus Realtors right now. Mentor all the way, man. He's, he took me under his wing for the first three years. It was, a, it was really hard to break off from that team, by the way. But I knew that was my goal after three years to kind of jump and do You did that thing. recently, right? Uh, it was January 2020, right before the wow. pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. saw that coming. I uh, know, right? <laughs> when it did, I was like, uh, I was just like, holy crap, what did I yeah. just do, man? <laughs> but it was, it was good. It was, it was actually really surprising because the, the interest rates were still super low. So we had lots of buyers and people were working remotely. So the... I was showing houses at like 10 a.m. on a Monday. Oh, <laughs> like I bet that, that was nice. It was way better. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool, because it was kind of sporadic. Give me something to do during the day, which yeah. is nice. But. Talk about like the worst time in modern history to start an Airbnb business. Oh yeah, <laughs> you guys were really good at first, though, right? You're doing yeah, a pretty good I mean, job. Yeah, we and... were doing great. I thought the summer we were gonna crush it, and then COVID hits in like March, yeah. and um, we lost in about like a one week period. I think we lost over like 50 bookings oh my gosh and like Dude, everyone that had booked for the summer yeah. um you know we we had a lot of business people that would come for like one night while they're in columbus because we were close to downtown and yeah everyone just boom boom yeah, boom boom terrible. boom and what what sucked was airbnb the company didn't stick their neck out for the people that were letting people come into their home for the people listing. Yeah. Because they said, Hey, you can have cancel it. You can cancel anything. No, um, fee, no nothing. 100% returns. Yeah. So it didn't help you guys. Yeah. (laughs) And so we're just sitting there with all these people canceling and it wasn't like a, like, Hey, 50, 50 split this, like uh, refund half of it and help our people out too a little bit. And, but yeah, I mean, we ended up, um, through that, like I, so I was living back home during pandemic, two hours away, and so when we would get a couple bookings just to try to make our payments every month, 
I, me or Joey would drive down to Columbus, clean it, drive back, yeah. and then someone else would drive the next day. And That's tough, dude. Whenever we could. And then, yeah, we kind of got tired of that and just had someone live there and pay pay the rent. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So we were able to basically break even on it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I and At least I came loved, up, you guys were like, I'm out, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the learning experience of running a business, knowing your numbers, all that kind of stuff goes into it. Ha- have you had to get – better at that knowing your numbers knowing being organized stuff like that has that had to come with the territory you're in absolutely yeah so before it was all about okay next paycheck next paycheck when's my next closing when's my next closing but now it's like i have it mapped out where okay i know what i have to do in order to get this house sold or to help this buyer you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's like for me i have a i have a, a yearly goal you know every year i want to sell a certain amount and i want to make a certain amount of money so i think for me yeah, i I, bro- I broke it down like that Dang. Then what did you have to like specifically tell yourself like, hey, I need I need to get this done. Like what are a few little tricks that have helped you? Like is it planning your day out a day in advance or literally picking your clothes out the night before so you don't have to in the morning? Are there a few things that you've had to pick up along the way? Sure. So my calendar right now is is very, very good. Um, Anything that I'm going to do. Um, it has to be planned out. If And I'll look at it the night before. Okay, what am I doing tomorrow? Okay, shoot, I'm eating Brady at 3 o'clock. Okay, <laughs> so I need to yeah. make sure I got I got my fine gear going. <laughs> You're always <laughs> looking fly. Oh, uh, shoot. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, staying on top of my calendar for sure. And also, um, I actually um, I hired my fiancé. She is my mm-hmm. director of operations, as I call her. So she really has helped me, like, straighten out my calendar and make sure that I'm not going to miss anything, you know, setting up um, all of my marketing stuff. Mm. Now, like on social yeah. media stuff, like you'll see, she she's making. All she's this. crushing. Yeah, that. it's not you. <laughs> yeah, she's she's doing it because I mean it takes a lot of time, man, and I need to be out showing houses and you know making mm-hmm. relationships and stuff like yeah. that. So does is there like how has that relationship been of hiring your fiance? Because a lot of people that that could either be really good or really bad. And yeah. Um, what what has that experience been like for you? That's a good question, man. So uh, I was highly advised not to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I would have thought. Yeah, everybody said don't do it, don't do it, but. Her and I get along so well. Uh, we're, we're good partners, and, and her helping me out and me being able to take the stress off of the marketing and, and doing my calendar stuff. And even the paperwork, man, she does all of that. Mm-hmm. So all my stuff now is this, That's you know sweet. what I mean? Like, you know, and awesome. me, meeting new people and taking people out for, for showings and stuff. So. so has that been good because you guys have, like, the same mind, the same brain, or has it been good because you have the opposite brain? And are able to fill what the other one's not good at. That's a that's that's a good that's a good question, man. I haven't really thought about it. I I know that before we started this, um, she was working at Children's and she didn't like the position she was in. And uh, I started messaging, it's like I need help. You know what I mean? I need help. So if it's not working out, you and I can work something out. So what I did before is I actually I put together a list of a day to day operations. So there was no question about what her job title was. Gotcha. So she knows, hey, I got to get on this, this, this. You know, and and her, him and I can worry about our our differences outside of business a, a, after that. So mm-hmm. yeah. So have you had to like cut it off? Like say, hey, after six o'clock, we're going out for dinner tonight. There's no work talk no, uh, tonight. Dude, it, I, has I, it just been pretty easy? It's so maybe once a week it'll be like that. Maybe on a Tuesday I'll try to put my phone away. She'll put her phone away. We'll go have dinner, whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, we're probably going to end up talking about real wow. estate. That's sweet. <laughs> Who, um, Who's the the coolest person you've had a chance to meet or sell a house for, or buy a house from? Is um, wh- what has it been like? You know, because you're in a lot of different circles in Columbus. Is there like 
maybe it's even an Ohio State athlete or, yeah. or someone like that that you've had a, a sure. chance to get to know. So uh, because of you know client confidentiality, I won't say any names, but I've worked with some NFL players. Nice. Um, I've helped a couple investors, um, some some big name investors, um, a couple attorneys that have bought some pretty high end properties. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I don't yeah. want to say any no, names. No, I got you. Know? You. Yeah. <laughs> I would, but yeah, you no. can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's sweet though. I mean, yeah. getting getting to be in those circles that you've always wanted to be in is is probably kind of a dream come true. And, it's cool. And you're man, just loving for sure. it. Yeah, yeah. And get to know those guys outside of seeing them play. You know, on Sundays, it's like holy smokes. Like this, this is just a normal dude right here. He likes yeah. all the same things I like. Exactly. It is. It is crazy. The the few times I've had the chance to be around some some of those people, higher up people, it's like, hey, we can still connect on the sports game that's on the TV behind us. Yeah, for sure. um, What book we read lately or who we follow on Instagram. And, you know, they're they're all everyone's kind of the same. And they they like um, they like people that care about them and want to learn about them and vice versa. For sure. It has to be that way. Um, What about a book that you've read? Have you read? Is there a book that you would recommend? One, I want I want to hear a real estate book that that someone my age could get into, could learn about. Um, but then also just like a life book, sure that that you've got that kind of changed your um, perspective, sure. opinion on something. Um, sure. Yeah, a book that you would recommend to someone my age. Sure. So I could tell you, and this is a super easy read, elementary, but it started. This is when I decided I was going to take. A jump towards real estate. I read The Energy Bus. Have you ever read that? Yes. John okay. Warren. Yeah. So Love I love mean, that book. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a simple read, mm-hmm. easy read. So that was the first one. I was like, all right, man, I'm I'm gonna hype myself up here. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be in a better mood than everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least that's try actually, to be. That's the first book I ever gifted. I used to work with a lot of high school kids when I was in college, and that was the first that that was the one book that I would give to people when they asked what book they should be reading. Because I feel like everyone. I mean. I love the energy type of people. They're contagious, and and they get that contagious energy back. Thank and you. so, like, um, finding ways to be happy and and see that perspective is so important. I mean, I don't know if you saw the um, America's Got Talent girl that got a golden buzzer uh, recently. She's from Zanesville, so uh-uh. up close to my area. Um, she's got like terminal cancer. Uh-huh. Incredible voice. Um, and her quote was, "You can't wait until." Um, until things are okay to be happy. You can't nice. wait until um, life is okay to be happy. Sure. And I love that quote. Yeah, that's amazing. That, that's a great quote. Um, oh, what about oh, uh, the other for real estate? You asked about real yeah. estate. So real estate book. And this one, I, I this is also a little bit elementary. The read is, I'll tell you what, man, I've learned some pretty cool stuff from this book that I use every day. And that's Raving Fans. Raving fans. Yeah, raving fans. I don't think fans. I've heard of it. So basically, it's just all about, you know, we, we've been talking about, for the most part here, we've been talking about building relationships and stuff like that. So this is building your business, my, my real estate business, into the point where it is, I go above and beyond more than I probably should to make sure that my client is happy. Mm-hmm. Um, nipping any kind of situation in the bud, thinking outside of the box and making sure that I'm preventing anything bad from happening by using my past experience and just good customer service, man. That's the bottom line. Relationships, but, man. Absolutely. Dude, read that book, Raving Fans. Raving Fans. Yeah, that's good. I thought you were going to say, like, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a great book. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I'll be honest, man. I'm more of a pod, podcast kind of guy. Yeah. Um, Big Tony Robbins fan. I love Tony Robbins. Great. Yeah. 
Um, do you have a yeah? What other podcast do you listen to? So you like so I Zig Ziglar. Obviously, he's you know old time. You know, back mm. in the day, I love his YouTube videos. I've watched every single Zig Ziglar video there is wow. probably twenty times. Wow, he's just <laughs> overall his energy, man, is just you learn so much. You know, and his stories are great. Yeah, um, Les Brown. Number Great, two. Dude. Oh, dude, Les Brown is amazing. He yeah. he's in Columbus, right? He's a Columbus guy. You know, I'm not I sure. He, I, 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 he talks in in some of his videos that he was working in Columbus, and I'm pretty mm. sure his family lives here. But he also talks about Miami a little gotcha. bit. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure, but I know he's got Columbus in his blood somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. I know one of my favorites is uh, Ed Milet. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a he's a great dude, great business mind, but also like very um spiritual christian like and so he he brings on people and and discusses those sorts of topics and it's really interesting i um i would definitely recommend him as well text me that so, yeah, so i can check it out i got you um he, he actually just did a podcast with the guy that used to train kobe and michael jordan oh what yeah All it's right. great so you would love that yeah for sure that's yeah, awesome um last question that i always like to ask people on here is success the word success what does that mean to you and what does it mean to be successful um, when you look back at the end of your life what is success going to be that's i love it man that's a good question so for me i think overall being happy is going to be the most successful thing i found that you know in the year that i made 16 grand the first mm -hmm. year that was tough dude like i could tell you some stories we won't we'll go there yeah. later but but i mean that was tough um and i wasn't happy and that's when I got to think, I said, man, I got to make some more money. How am I going to do this? So, you know, I started with Michael Jones, mm -hmm. started making some money, started selling some houses. And I, made, I went to a point where I made a good amount of money one year. And I feel like I realized I was working so much that I wasn't happy. So now it's like trying to find that happy medium between making good money and, you know, focusing on me and my family. I think that's yeah. I think being s successful is going to be break down to obviously I have enough money to to live and survive and be happy um and also you know outside of that. So success to me is is both of those things. That's man. awesome. Yeah. And like we talked about just a little bit ago is the, the happiness. You can't wait until um you know everything's in line in your life. Like you talked about that first year was tough. Mm -hmm. You had to figure out how to be happy in those times and it's probably like a you have to figure out how to separate, you know, your work anxiety and, and trying to get things moving with all of your other relationships, your family, your friends, stuff like that. For sure. Was that a point where you had to kind of put the real estate to the side when you were um, trying to build those other relationships or did that kind of go hand in hand? Man, that's a good question, man. I, I feel like uh, I don't think I've ever been able to really just put real estate all the way to the side, especially now. I mean, my, my fiance, she's working with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's always yeah. real estate. Um, but I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just still trying to figure it out, I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is my fifth year and everything is getting easier. I mean, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you see the same thing happen over and over again. I've sold over $20 million in real estate now and stuff starts to kind of get repetitive. It's all easy at that point from before it took me forever to get all the doc, you know, all the documents uploaded, yeah, signed correctly right and all that stuff. So now you got processes and, and yeah. stuff for that, right? Yeah, exactly. That's probably what your fiance is really good. She at. is really good at it. Dang. Yeah. She has a really good teacher though. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure she'd love that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ty, this has been fun. Um, where can people find you on social media, follow along with your journey? Sure. So, uh, my Facebook, Tyler Duvall, it's T Y L E R D E V O L L. Um, I got a pretty good following on Facebook, but my Instagram is really where I, I have the most fun. Mm -hmm. And that's ty.realtor, T-Y period nice. realtor. Yeah. 
That's yeah. sweet. I, I love the content on there, the Thank stuff you, on there. It's been fun. Likewise. And it's definitely uh, your um, online presence has gotten better since you brought on your fiance. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. I'm sure she will too. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Cool. Well, thanks, Ty. I appreciate My the pleasure. time. This thanks has been fun. Me. Heck yeah, buddy. Thank you.